This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. One minute after 5 o'clock in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday on Sedona with Cap. Andy Kamenetsky sitting in for Sha. You know. By the way, I've got a Crocs issue coming up that I want to talk about. And Crocs I know. Crocs the shoes? Crocs the shoes. Okay, good. I'm in. But I've never worn Crocs, but I'm still going to tell you about it. But first, producer Lindsay's going to tell us something we need to know. It is time for what you need to know. That's right. It's brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it, Take away, it away, producer Lindsay. <laughs> 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 All right, so what you need to know is you guys remember back when Madonna scheduled her celebration tour and then she canceled it because she was having health issues. I don't really know what happened to her, but she was hospitalized. She's okay now. It's all cool. So she has now announced the new, the new dates for her celebration tour and uh, she's had to cancel a couple of the shows. So anyone who has tickets for the Madonna shows, you can check to see and make sure that, uh, you know, she, those weren't one of the dates that were canceled. Uh, and now she's going to start in August. So that's when the Madonna tour is coming. She doesn't even look like Madonna anymore, though. No, she really wow. doesn't. I think the one at Staples is canceled because I saw it on the thing. It says canceled, rescheduled. It's a final? Like, Damn, girl. <laughs> just rescheduled Celebrate. and canceled. Uh, I feel uh, like just uh, skip uh, this tour. She said. Holiday. Just skip this tour for Madonna. Catch the next one. Mm. She's probably mm. not totally up for it. She's recovering from something difficult. Just Leave this one out. She said, Skip getting all shows rescheduled was the number one priority. Unfortunately, due to scheduling conflicts, a few shows had to be canceled. Probably because there's like games going on or other concerts or whatever. I mean, you know, they go like two years into planning these things. What's Madonna playing? She's playing arenas because I think uh, the Queen said that she's canceled Staples, but is that what she's playing? She's not trying to go out and play stadiums like Taylor Swift or Beyonce? I don't think Madonna's playing stadiums okay, anymore. Okay, good. Good. I don't think so. Okay. Well, well, I mean, if you're doing a concert crypto, you're still getting 15,000 people. Yeah, I mean, right. arena But it's not SoFi big. Stadium. No. No, no but, but you do a couple of nights. Can Madonna do a couple of nights at Staples? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So she did have a couple. She had a few nights at the Forum mm-hmm. um, or at Crypto.com, and they've been moved to the Forum. Forum's so actually she's going to be here at the end of September, like September 27th through October 1st at Crypto. Mm-hmm. Now she's going to be here in March at the Forum instead. So I'd be kind of ticked if I, you know... You're totally changing venues. That's kind of weird. Forum, though, is a better place, actually, to see a show. The it Forum is, is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Sure, but what if you're like Cappy and you were planning on just walking across the street to see Madonna? <laughs> right, now we yeah. got to listen to him talk about you know getting a car ride over there and right. sneaking in Cappy and all that nonsense. Go no, Madonna. but Lindsay Baseball has been very accommodating. Sometimes when I have to go to the Forum right from downtown L.A., she just drops me off. And then I get on foot, and then I'm there. <laughs> I mean, were you on foot? Were you planning on going to see Madonna at Crypto? Cappy? I would go see Madonna. I, I would, too. Just because I'd be curious. You know? yeah, like Chris says, she doesn't look like Madonna anymore, does she? She doesn't. But she's still the material girl. Well, it used to be my playground. It used to be my childhood dream. You wanted to be Madonna? No. Oh. That's a song. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought that was an interesting childhood dream. No. I was but too, it's a song, huh? I'm too young to be of like the Madonna worship generation. I think she's great, but not like, you know, I wasn't like, oh, Madonna. Mm. No. All right. Well, there you go. That's what you need to know. It's brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So let me pay this off, and then I want to get into this Crocs issue, because I, I would like to hear this myself. And did you hear the story today about the Indianapolis Colts have announced their new starting quarterback? Did you hear this? Yeah. So the new starting quarterback is this young man, uh, Richardson. Anthony Richardson. Out of the University of Florida. He was a guy that, during the NFL draft, shot up the draft boards. And everybody said, he's got the body, he's got the physique, he's got the arm. He's just not polished yet. So he's a project, but he's a, he's a talented guy worth the number four pick. Well, here we are through, like, one week of preseason games, and the Colts have announced that he's their starting quarterback. Okay, it's not really all that shocking, right? I mean, if your team has a rookie quarterback that's a number top five pick, even when Jared Goff was drafted by the Rams, people were like, um, I'd rather see Jared Goff and let's get him working here rather than standing on the sidelines. So it's not shocking that a guy number four overall is going to start for a team that's desperate to kind of start a new era with a new quarterback because they've been going old guys for the last th- few years through free agency. But when they tell Anthony Richardson, hey, man, uh, coach announced you the starting quarterback. 
He said, I was shocked. Shocked. My man, they drafted you number four overall. You've been in every practice. You played the preseason game. They're grooming you to start. What do you mean you're shocked? That caught me off guard. Here's the thing, though. First of all, a lot of these rookies don't get tossed into the fire the way they used to. I think sometimes franchises want to take these guys slowly if they can. He was 7 of 12 for 67 yards in his preseason debut, which isn't bad, but it's not so good that if you're Anthony Richardson, you're automatically thinking, okay, I got this thing sewed up. Like, I I crushed it in this debut. There's no other direction to go. The flip side is Colts were terrible last year. They're not likely going to be good this year. You know, they've got this fight going on with Jonathan Taylor. You know, he's unhappy when it comes to his contract and stuff like that. They're probably going to be a bit of a mess this year. As long as the line is good enough to protect Richardson so he doesn't actually get hurt because, like you said, they drafted him fourth overall. There's an investment. Might as well just let him play. Well, that's just the way I look at it. It's like if you're not going to be good, um, why why not just throw this guy into the fire? And for him to say that he was shocked, hey, hey bro, uh, Gardner Minshew is not headed to the Hall of Fame. It's really not that shocking that you're the number four overall pick, they're a bad team, and they're throwing you right in right away. You know what, though? I mean, the flip side of it, though, is if you're the Colts, you may like the idea that this guy is thinking about, have I earned it? Like, that he doesn't automatically think everything's going to be coming to him. It'd be one thing if he was shocked and he's like, I don't think I'm ready. Like, I I don't know about starting, man. That seems a little (laughs) ambitious. It's kind of the way I heard it. (laughs) Like, it'd be one one thing if he was like, guys, you want to think this over? Like, let me me tell you some of Gardner Minshew's strengths that maybe we could put out there. But – if he's thinking, all right, I got to earn this thing. Like, I don't know if I've earned it. If I'm the Colts, I like that. I like that attitude, the idea that he feels like I can always do more to show you guys what I'm worth and to earn my spot on the field. Yeah, I kind of heard it the other way, which was, I'm shocked. Have you guys been watching me practice? <laughs> Have you, I'm not ready. So I don't want to play. So not Anthony, yet. You're saying Anthony Richardson thinks he's a bum. He's, he's surprised just, they don't think he's a bum. Right. I just think I just think Anthony Richardson's like, wait a second. Well, I'm not quite ready yet. Hold on. I thought there was going to be like a redshirt year. Well, you know what though? He heard so many other pundits and whatnot say that he's not ready. Maybe he started thinking, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm not ready. I don't know, man. But they have these other guys. I mean, Bryce Young's going to probably be a starter the first yep. game for Carolina. C.J. Stroud probably the same thing for the Texans. He You're the number four overall pick. Don't be surprised, my man. You're ready to go. All right, let me do this. Let me come back to Morales because I want to hear what's going on here now. He's got a Crocs issue. Now, I don't know where this is going, but let me ask everybody. Anybody here got Crocs? Never worn them. Same. Girls, Crocs? Um, I've worn them. Well, okay, yes, I have worn them. Only the cute ones at Disneyland. So you've worn them, pedo, only the cute ones? Yes, not okay. like the little clocky, like, clunky looking ones mine are like sandals okay uh baseball i have croc slides croc slides so Mm -hmm. not like the ones that have the heel connect and you can put them in sport mode and you put up the the heel thing and you can run in them no no they're just like regular slides all right so chris chris morales we have a crocs issue what is the issue i need a hookup on the lightning mcqueen crocs that are coming out tomorrow Lightning McQueen Crocs. <laughs> Got to look this up. I was going to say something. And I need a size 12 men's, and Whoa. I need a size 9 women's. Damn. What are the women's ones for? Is she a 40, woman. 50, or 60? Right, she's, she's actually 34. Uh-huh. Oh, that makes sense. That's but she's the, 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 she's the TikTok influencer, uh, Fran. Fran. She, she, she a TikTok influencer, Fran? She then can't she get them? Be, I was going to say, well, she should get them. Well, no. She was able to get the Taco Bell ones and made a big deal out of them. But these are like waiting lists. People are like doing a lottery so you're to get to them. trying to impress her. No. We just want to be able to do the bit together. Because uh, I, I have a strange obsession with Lightning McQueen and Mater from the Cars. And so these Crocs are coming out Don't look out at tomorrow? me horrified. No, no. I'm trying to figure out what it is. Yeah, Wait, so same. I have a question. So how, oh, I'm so obsessed with the movie. How would you normally get them? I think you just order them, but apparently there's like a lottery. No, it's a launch. That's just like with sneakers and Nike app. You got to yeah. go Rapple. in there and wait in line, and then they, they pick you, and then you get to buy them, and if not, too bad. Is Where Disney... do you go to buy Crocs in person? A Croc store, yeah. Isn't Disney still there's Pixar? There's a Croc store? Yeah. There is a Croc store. I 
man. So there's a lot of crap stores actually. Remember, remember how I told you about the whole sheriff situation, uh, Chris, during the softball game? Yeah, there was people the, being handcuffed and everything. The, you mean the when the guy, sheriff handcuffed Lil no, Cappy? Nothing to do with Lil Cappy. Was Lil Cappy wearing Crocs? No. The guy, <laughs> the guy that I told you that I, I was like, oh, I hope he's not here. Yeah. He used to work at the Crocs store. And he might be able to pull that off. Wait, so you're telling me a guy who's now a Riverside sheriff's deputy. He's not deputy. a Riverside, but he is a sheriff. Cap, I'm trying to help Chris a out. A former here. sheriff's deputy is a, or a current sheriff's deputy is a former croc store guy who could yes. maybe help Chris get some maybe, McQueens. Maybe, maybe, but I haven't talked to him in a minute. And it's the whole situation. Really? Yeah. What's the situation? Is he the guy that stole your watch? No. <laughs> what do you mean it's a situation? Was he pre Is this another guy who was trying to go out with you? Yeah. Well, no, it was, it was, he was pre boo, but then Christian, it was, it's a story, but yeah, anyways, he might you, help you. You're lucky he didn't I, arrest the boo. <laughs> Did he used to drive an Uber? No, no, no. Okay. He handcuffed the boo and put him down. <laughs> no. Seriously, grab him by the top of the head and throw him in the back of the car if he has to, to get his girl. <laughs> he's short. What? He's what? He's short. So what if he's short? Okay. Yeah, I, I can't date short guys. But you did. He well, he's like five ten, but that's a little five ten. Five ten is short. That's not five short. Is short. What are you? Six feet tall? I'm not. I'm not so. going to let you say that. That's not right. Five ten is not short. I think that's a little short, but that's a whole other thing. Really? What do you? What do you require? I don't require anything. Well, you won't date a guy under five ten. Clearly, I mean, I did date him. Yeah, know? she dated him. Right, date. but she obviously broke up with him because the guy needs to put I mean, on some. some you don't crocs break with up heels. with someone you're dating because you're not officially together. That's a whole other thing. Oh, all right. All right, so Morales, Anyways, we got to find you Crocs. You. We got to find you McQueen. I just need a Crocs, um, a Lightning McQueen Crocs hookup because yeah. they light up and stuff, and I need a, it's a good summer bit. You know who I should call? Who could probably help us out? Who? Bob Iger. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was asking. Disney, Pixar, this shouldn't be that hard. Right. I should be able to call Bob and be like, Bobby I. Uh, my boy Morales needs some McQueen Crocs. You got me hooked Studios up a lot. aren't doing anything. He's Bobby, I. Oh you know, you should be able to call him, but you know who actually probably would be able to call him since he got a personal invite in person to the last town hall? George Sedano. You know what? I got that same I, invite. You, oh, know how I got, right. you know how I got it? No, how'd you get once, it? I, once I connected my ESPN email, uh-huh. I, got, I got the same nonsense. Mm-hmm. George got like a letter in the mail. It was like a fancy... Fancy like envelope with like this golden emblem on it. It was all stamped and personalized. All right, well then ask like, Sedano. It's a big deal. Maybe just Sedano saying, can get Bobby I on the call. You, you sound like you're a little put off by that. No, no, I just email him. I mean, all I got to do is use the portal. Okay. Chris, you need me use to help you portal. out? I'll do it. Okay. Let me handle this. That's oh, less messy famous, than mine. Famous last words. <laughs> Let me handle this. Let me handle this. Yeah, just like you're gonna plan my birthday party. I already planned it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get to be your birthday, and you'll be like, what, did, did you guys forget? Like, today's right, my happened? birthday. I told you, September 30th. I told you. I moved it for you, you know? His way might be less messy than my way, so, yeah. Uh, by the way, speaking of your birthday party, real quick before we hit this break, is Beto being invited or not? I don't know, no. I don't know. He, Beto, Beto hurt me with this. Not that I wasn't invited. His secret closeness to Clinton Yates. Mm-hmm. That's where you were hurt about. I thought you were hurt when he called you a work friend and said Clinton's a real friend. <laughs> was, oh, Julian. He was I, over on the show this morning or this afternoon calling Clinton a rat. That's how far he went, Cappy. You He's called a Clinton a rat? I might have called Beto a rat, too. Yeah, why not Beto? I don't know. I was just calling people rats. Gotcha. Remember when I called you a rat and you yeah. got all mad? And he yeah, called, I don't like it. He called Sedano and he goes, This guy Morales doesn't understand the meaning of a rat. Back where I come from? Right. We well, take- you know my father. Yeah. You've met my father. You know the story. Can you imagine if I called him to his face a rat, Charlie oh, Kaplan? Uh, he might, so he might shake me right there. Right, just be so bad. You don't want that. All right, stick around. Coming up, um, is Elon Musk versus Zuck really gonna happen? Is this fight going down? Can we talk about that for a second? Stick around. A Cam is in for Shidano. It's Shidano and Cap on seven ten ESPN. Ooh, quarter after five o'clock in the Southland. Shidano and Cap. Andy Kamenetsky sitting in for Shidano. On this day in 1981, the number one hit, Diana Ross and Lionel Richie. Mm-hmm. The song is called Endless Love. You know it. Are you going to cry? No. You look like you're going to cry. You're not even here. I'm looking right at song. you. I'm looking right at you. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All my love Boy, this was a sixth grade dance. Everyone, you got your arms Aww. out. No, the- sixth grade, I got my hand in there. <laughs> oh, man. Get your hand in where? <laughs> like, I didn't have them on the shoulders, I meant. <laughs> no, where your hand was. In little Cappy? Finally found the. <laughs> oh, little Cappy's hands on Friday. We're going everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here it comes. My endless love. I was a little afraid that the cat, the, the Tommy, Tommy, Tommy took those pictures a little cappy and I at the end and I was tired yeah. and I had the meat sweats. I feel like those pictures are going to end up places. <laughs> I was doing bad things with a little cappy. <laughs> I put Wait, my hand what? in there and it was very warm. And once my hand was in the puppet, I realized my hand should not be in here. <laughs> I tried to so tell you, man. You don't want to. You don't want to take that on. You know. You were not little Cappy's first. No. No. Oof. Not at all. Oh man, there was this one scene in this movie, Endless Love. What year was this movie? Does anybody know? Like what? 81, 81. Well, the song was eighty-one, so I'm guessing yeah. eighty-one. Right. So the so the movie there's there's this one scene. Uh, Brooke Shields. I don't remember who the guy is that's that's playing opposite Brooke Shields. Does anybody know who that is? No, but I believe this was. Tom Cruise's debut. Really? Yeah. Really? Real. What did he play in Endless Love? I don't remember. He had a him. small role in it. Really? Look this up. I didn't well, even know that this was a movie. Oh, yeah. The movie's called Endless Love, and Brooke Shields is like a teenager. She's like 16, 17 years old, as best I recall. Again, this is like, you know, 30, 40 years ago. And she's got this boyfriend. I don't remember what his name is. And I think they're in high school, these two. Yes. And they're involved in this like heavy duty, deep, deep love affair. And they're like children, you know? And I feel like there was this one super sexy scene where they're like in front of a fireplace getting ready to do it, you know, and I think the mom or the dad <laughs> walks down and like they're, they're, the mom or the dad like sits there on the stairs and like watches these two in front of the fireplace because they thought this was like such a beautiful love affair. That's my recollection. I haven't seen the movie in a long, well, long time. So this is the one that she talked about on her documentary where she talked about being like 15 and while filming this movie and how disturbing it was. Yeah, she felt very exploited in retrospect. Yeah, Um, like she was 15. Yes, the actor that you were thinking of, Cappy, his name is Martin Hewitt, Mm -hmm. and I was correct. This is Tom Cruise's film debut. Uh, Others in this movie include James Spader and Ian Zering from 90210 fame. How old was Ian Zering in that? Um, he probably, probably like 11, 12, 13 years old. Like that, yeah. Although, remember, with 90210, he was like 40, even though he was playing a teenager. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> he was playing Brooke Shields' father. <laughs> right, he's 12. <laughs> Meanwhile, something serious, though, real quick. Yeah, what happened? You know what we're doing Friday? The Ultimate Fantasy Football Draft Party at Hollywood Park Casino. Going to be a party, party, old party. Four o'clock, it all begins. Guess who's going to be there? Uh, Kirk Morrison. Kirk Morrison, DeMarco Farr, Marcus Grant, Beto Duran. The Rat. Producer Lindsay, Corporate Greg, and uh, I might even stop by. Friday at Hollywood Park Casino. The party gets going at 4 o'clock, 4 to 7 p.m. Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, draft. Um, save yourself for Friday night for the Hollywood Park Casino burger. No, I, I, I don't know. No, it's really good. I went hard last Friday night. I, uh, you know, I got to go. I got to get some Bet sleep. Bet you did. What's that mean? I'm just saying. What does that mean? What are you saying? You and little Cappy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were at Yamaha. You were doing things on Friday. Yeah. Oh, the, the, what's this? The puppet. You know. He was doing a little Stone Temple Pilots. Kneeling on a Sunday afternoon. Right? Did you get into it? Did you know all the words? So, in high school, I had an STP sticker on my locker. So, I oh, was yes. into STP. You had a locker? That's so cool. We didn't have lockers. Really? Who didn't have lockers? We didn't have lockers. lockers. We, had lockers. we had lockers in the school. We were not allowed to well, use Well, I was in a naughty kid in high school. You know what I'm saying? I was I a good kid. I wasn't either. I don't know. 
I was such an I'm still an angel. <laughs> I'm serious. Compared to all the crap I hear y'all talk about and what y'all did when y'all were young, I'm like, damn, I'm a good girl. Really? Yes. Anyway. Hmm. So what? I was into SCP. You, you seem like you have like a dispute, Cappy. I'm, I'm like, just, I mean, really? I didn't realize, like I didn't realize she was such a good, a good girl. I mean, it's like everywhere she goes is like, hey, I met this guy. He hit all over me. Hey, I met this guy. That's I went out true. with this guy. I'm just saying that. I just That's knew not you were true. that. All right. Guys hitting on Crocs her. Connection. Yeah, guys dating. No, that was like, later. That was in high school. Oh, that's true. But that's but true. guys hitting on Laura has no, like, that has no, that's no judgment on her I, character. I, I, that's true. Because Laura, girl, could be a, Laura could be a very, very good girl and people can hit on her. That's not well, Laura my, doing you, anything. You guys try being a woman and walking down the street, okay? Just well, period. wait a second, Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay, hold on a second. Just so you know. It's true for guys also. You know I what agree. it is for me? You know what it is oh, for me to walk down the streets? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, ask Chris. I mean, it's true. He, he and I have walked down the street People are just walking LA. up to him saying, hey, man, you want to share a hot dog? Right. Right. Hey, you're that guy that does that lady in the tramp hot dog bit. Let's make out. It's not easy out there. You feel objectified, Cappy? Big time. I was a good girl, too. You know that's the truth, sucker. It's like... Did you ever see the... Uh, the are you a Family Guy guy? Um, a little bit. Not really. So there's a Family Guy bit where Peter's got the grinder app. And then he goes to meet up with the person, but the person <laughs> grinder the sandwich. And the guy says to him, hey, man, are you a meatball freak? <laughs> so, Pappy, hey, are you the mega dog freak? What's going on? Jack? <laughs> People just randomly stop. Hey, man, we saw you on social media. You want to go get a 22-inch hot dog? Right. What are you doing later today? Let's get a hot dog together, you and me. Uh, oh, we got to figure out what we're going to do at Black Gold on September 8th for the 19th hole party. I know. We got to come up with something. Something. Something's mm-hmm. got to give. You know? We got to figure it out. We got to put our thinking caps on. Yeah. Know. Andy, if you got any brilliant ideas, let me know. I'll give it some thought. Wait. Hey, um, yeah? I have a question. Question? And you guys may, may or may not know this, but like, I was asking Lindsay back here. I was like, what? So is it just literally people hanging out in the 19th hole and partying? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Thank well, you. you know, in, in pro golf... I don't a PGA, there's, don't right? PGA there's anymore. the right. I should distinct uh, be distinctive here between which pro golf I'm talking about. The like big big early golf tournament of the West Coast Swing is in Phoenix. It's called the Waste Management Open, right? And and it's just a it's you talk about a party party oh party. The only people reason people go there is to party. Nobody cares about the golf. Everybody is just going crazy and, and just drinking and having the greatest time. The concept is to get all the circle of trust around the 18th green. For like just some massive party. And Chris, are we going to do like a hole-in-one contest? So you're on what? the balcony overlooking the 18th green at Black okay. Gold. The balcony right. out there overlooks the 18th. And the, party, the point is we're just going to be partying. Because after the golf tournament, a lot of partners and corporate people leave. And then we're just sitting there by ourselves doing the show. So this year, and plus we're trying to get fans more involved in this. We had wanted to create the 19th hole party. So you're on the balcony overlooking the 18th. And yes, there is going to be a hole-in-one contest. We're gonna, you're going to be able to chip off onto the 18th green from the balcony. It's going to be fun. Ooh. Our friends from Sunday Swagger are now going to be there. We're still working on our folks from uh, Tequila Mandala to possibly be there. Ooh. The San Pedro Fish House is going to be there. Ooh. The Fish Tacos. Fish Tacos. Mandala. Yeah, so I love tequila. It's going to be, this is the first time we're ever doing this, and it's going to be great. And you know, these kind of things, especially when 7 o'clock hits, they can get a little loose. Yeah. Oh. You know? Cappy yeah, can get a little crazy. Yeah, and, then, and don't forget, it's also a Friday night. Yeah. All of a sudden, little Cappy ends up on the at the lake off of the 18th <laughs> hole upside down. <laughs> Nobody knows what happened. Where is friends. he? <laughs> All right. He was thrown. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, am I the only person that cares about this? Maybe I am. But I really want to see Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk fight in an MMA ring. Oh, you. Am I by myself? Come on. You guys don't want to see one guy is like 5'6", 150 pounds and trains to fight MMA. The other guy is like 6'1", 220. He's 20 years older, and he says he's a black belt in karate. Don't you want to see these guys fight? And now Zuckerberg is telling Elon Musk, hey, man, I'm done messing with you, man. Like, you, now Elon Musk is saying to Zuck, hey, why don't I come over to your house? We'll go in the backyard. We'll jump into your octagon. We'll roll around a little bit. We'll practice. And Zuckerberg's like, I, I, are we friends? We're not like friends, are we? So I want to kick your ass. Do you want to fight me for charity or do you not want to fight me? Andy, do you want to see Zuck versus Elon? 
I mean, I'd love to see the two of them beat the crap out of each other. Sure, that'd be fun. I'd, I'd love to see them both walk away with some pain. Reality is neither one of these guys actually want to fight each other because if they actually did, they could make it happen. They're, they, The reason they're both doing this is because they both know it ain't going to happen. They're both playing a game of hold me back. You know, the hold me back, hold me back guy. They're both the hold me back guy. I see it differently. Neither one of them want to do this. I see it differently. So who do you think wants to do it? Who do you think doesn't? I think I think Mark Zuckerberg wants to smoke. I think Elon Musk wants no part See, of it. See, I feel like if Zuckerberg really wanted the smoke, he'd just show up at Musk's place. Just show up there with a camera crew right outside his estate, his manor. Just show up there. If you really want this to happen, because at that point you are forcing Musk's hand. Like, forget Dana White, forget... The charity element, forget the pay-per-view, whatever. Just show up. Yeah, I don't think Zuckerberg wants to street fight him. Whatever. I mean, I think he just wants to. He, show he just, up, okay, show up with an octagon. You're both, <laughs> you're both billionaires. You are both billionaires. Show up with an octagon and like a staff that can you put know what? together the octagon. You know what? That's actually a genius move. Yeah. A genius move. If you're Mark Zuckerberg and you really want a piece of Elon Musk, here's what you do. You show up with a with an octagon on the back of a flatbed, yeah. okay? You park it right in front of the of the Twitter building in San Francisco. You have the Threads logo all over the octagon and you stand outside and you t- and you 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 shadow box and you're dressed and you got a mouthpiece on and you're ready like, "Hey, I'm in front of your building and I'm here looking for a piece of you, buddy." Yeah. That is a genius idea. Yeah, you just see, you got a bullhorn. You're like Elon, Elon, exactly, exactly. But you know why Zuckerberg doesn't do this? Tell me why. Because he doesn't really want it either. Oh, really? Right. He he wants the smoke. I think in the sense that I think he knows if they actually fought, he'd win because he's mm-hmm. the only guy that's actually trained. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't really want the smoke because if he wanted to force Musk's hand. Again, I came up with this plan in 30 seconds. Yeah, it was a good plan. Good plan. So he doesn't want it either. And he didn't think about that. Musk really doesn't. Musk is a troll. Yeah, that's that's what he is. He's a professional troll. troll. That's exactly right. Um, Hey, coming up, it is time for a little radio Tinder. That is right around the corner. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 5.30 p.m. in the Southland. On Sedano and Cap, your Tuesday afternoon, live imaging Tuesday. Radio Tinder time. We like to play a TV theme. How about this one? This is the theme song to Carissa Explains It All. Because on this day, in 1992, Nickelodeon began airing their Saturday night programming known as SNCC. Remember SNCC? <laughs> I was Amazing. Little, I was nope. so annoyed with Snick because at that point I'm eight years, no, nine years old. And I was a Nick at Night kid. Like I would watch Nick at Night, the Funny classic shows. Yeah, yeah. I'm an old soul. You know that, Andy. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden they ran Snick till 11 o'clock on a Saturday night and I was pissed. Wait. I wanted to see the Partridge <laughs> family <laughs> and say, Get what? Smart and Dragnet. You wanted to watch like I Love Lucy over Are You Afraid of the Not Dark? Not I Love I, I Love Lucy. I love. Ooh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? That, that was that. But I wanted yeah. to I see Get Smart and Dragnet and yeah. Hogan's Heroes or whatever they were running. Hogan's Heroes? Were you Michael right. Thompson? Old school. <laughs> I just said I'm an old soul. Old school. Watch Leave that it to Beaver. Old. Maybe that's the stuff that made me so funny and comical. Yeah. You ever maybe. think about that, Jack? <laughs> 
Meanwhile, I, mean, I didn't even know what Snick was because, like Lindsay Baseball said earlier, she didn't know what Endless Love was a movie. I didn't know what Snick was. That, in 1992, I, was I wasn't either. doing that. Meanwhile, you can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, founded in the city of Downey, just like me. You know what that means, uh, Andy? No, I don't. Oh, Take it away, producer Lindsay. Favorite show ever is Are You Afraid of the Dark? I am Hands afraid down. of the dark. Did you like this show? Nah. Really? What? Do you know how many famous people started off on this show, too? How many? A lot. Like, Alicia oh. Silverstone was on it. Yeah. Like to, there, there's a lot of them, and I can't think of oh, who they Oh, there were right so many. Now. She only named one. Right. Alicia Silverstone. You know what? I just can't think of who it was right now. It's so old. I haven't seen that show in, like, I don't know, 10 okay. years. IMDB.com. You know who brought a box of things? Like, we're talking about reminding me of high school, like the STP. Hmm. These caramel apple suckers? Mm-hmm. See, you see them on video, Cappy? Yeah, I'm looking Somebody at brought it. a box of these today to work. Really? Who did? I don't know. But they're very good. sweet of them. It brings me back. I hate you because that's what I'm about to go get, and it was Ike's because he brings them with the sandwiches. Oh, so Ike's right Love and Sandwiches brought yeah. Ike's today. Yeah. Those Ike's sandwiches, that pastrami sandwich, and that one with like the turkey and the salami, and then there's that one with the turkey, bacon, avocado. The bread is amazing. I want that now. I'm going to go get it. Okay, this is interesting. Um, I'm seeing that Alicia Cuthbert from 24... Was on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Rachel What'd she play Blanchard? on 24? Was she Chloe? Uh, no, she, she was, was the daughter. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland's oh. daughter. Rachel Blanchard also was on Are You Afraid of the Dark? I don't see Alicia Silverstone, though. Well, oh, she wasn't you're, like you're one of the featured. No, she was on it. She just wasn't part of the Midnight Society. Okay, Ryan Gosling was on <laughs> it. Nev Campbell. The Midnight Society. Love um, Nev Campbell. Emmanuel Shariki. Oh, I you love guys Nev like Campbell. her. Love Nev Campbell from like Party of Five Days. Yes. I like Nev Campbell show. older from Studio 54 movie. Mm-hmm. Joanna Garcia Swisher. Lincoln Warrior. Lincoln Warrior. Nev Camp caught it. Hayden Christensen. There's a lot of people. And when she was on House of Cards, too. Nev Campbell? Campbell? On House yeah. Cards. On House oh, of Cards? I love that yeah. show, but what, who was she remember. on that? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Later on. Huh. Did you stop I, watching I it? No, I watched yeah. the whole series. Yeah, you stopped watching it season two. No, no I, I watched the whole thing. House of Cards? Yeah, I don't remember Nev Campbell. Didn't they do a whole season without Kevin Spacey? Yes. Yeah, that's oh, that I didn't do. Yeah, that's when I didn't watch. My B. My B. That's probably where... No, don't you remember the scene with her and uh, the chief of staff? Oh, good scene. I'm going to have to look it up to remind myself. It's been a few years. Her scene with Doug? House of Cards. Doug was a a complicated guy. I was so sad when Doug, then they gave him the... (sighs) Yeah, he was complicated. That's right. Just like me. I cried when he died. Radio Tinder. Here's Lindsay Baseball. All right, so... The governor of Illinois signed into law a new bill protecting child social media influencers from being exploited by their parents or guardians in online content. Last week, the law will ensure that children featured in significant portions of their guardians' online content will be paid separate from the account holders for their contributions to the videos. The bill represents the first law in the U.S. that will regulate child social media influencers. So they already have these laws for child actors and actresses, which I hear all the time are not they're not like strict enough or they're not good enough for the kids um they're not protective enough but this specifically relates to like youtube and instagram and stuff because you see a lot of these kids are making all this money for their parents and then their parents are just keeping it for themselves which is insane so should this be a law in every state swipe left or swipe right cappy just want a point of information here just understand something are you telling me that like you're a kid 13 14 years old you're posting on YouTube, you're making a lot of money because you got a ton of subscribers and you're getting a ton of views, but your parents are keeping the money? Is that what you're saying? That, well, that's one instance, but I think the the biggest issue here is there's a lot of like parent or mom, mom influencers uh-huh. whose entire channels are dedicated to like, oh, this is how... I am a mom. This is parenting 101 or whatever, where they, they're they like just going through like a regular day with their kids or I don't know. There's all kinds of different instances. Right. Kids don't even realize they're a right. part of something. Exactly. Right. And so then now the kids need to be paid like the parents are paid? Yes. Because, I mean, don't you think that's fair? Um, um I could kind of see it the other way. I could kind of see it where the mom's like, hey, this is my life and part of my life are my kids. And so um, I'm featuring my kids in my own little reality world of of social media influence. And you know what? I make money off. And I, by the way, I don't know how they make money. They make money on Instagram. Or they make money just on YouTube. I'm not really sure. Both. And then, but then, it, doesn't it seem like an accounting nightmare? Like, hey, um, I generated ten thousand dollars, but my two kids were in it, and they're both in it thirty percent of the time. So I got to pay them thirty percent of what money was generated. It just doesn't sound trackable. like an accounting nightmare at all. Yeah, it's all <laughs> it very like trackable, where math. you can find out very easily by looking at your YouTube stats how much money is made, and <laughs> no, then no, divide but, it equally. But then how do you? But then how do you? You, you have to just divide it because well, my kid was on screen twenty percent of the time. I owe the kid twenty. It's called a percentage. 
most of it, I mean, a lot of this, I think the, the biggest reason why they created this bill was because there's a lot of parents who solely use their children and the parents are never even on camera. I mean, there's a whole, you know, I don't need to get into my love of documentaries about it, this, but there's a lot of them. There's like Datelines and 2020s about this where like there's like parents who adopt kids just for the sake of turning them into YouTube actors and oh actresses my God. so they can make money off of them. I know nothing of this subculture. Yeah. I know nothing of it. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Hmm. But Andy? even if it is just what you said, where there's kids that are like on screen half the time, those kids are too young to even consent to whether they want to be on camera right, or their not. parents are because they're minors and their parents right. are like, hey, we're doing this right. and that's what we're doing. So then if they, if they can't consent to it, at least pay them. That's yeah. the least you could well, do. I don't know. I, I, from a, as a parent, um, that would be like, hey, I made a lot of money because I posted a picture of my daughter and everybody liked it and it's my money. No, well, you should give it to her. Right. It's a picture of her. Split it in half. I'm not making any money doing it, so I don't have to worry about it. What do you okay. think, Andy? Uh, as always, you need to remind me, Lindsay, swipe left if I like it or if I don't like it. I love that you, I don't know how to play Tinder. I don't. And, okay. and this happens every time I come in and play Tinder. Left if you disagree and right if you agree. I'm swiping right. 100% on this. I, there are so many parents out there who want their 15 minutes of fame and will use their kids for it. And their kids have no idea what's going on. And in the age of social media where everybody thinks they can be a star or an influencer or some type of brand, their kids are going to get caught up in it. So, yeah, absolutely slice off a piece for these kids. Wow, I didn't know this was a, an issue in, in the world that we're dealing with. Well, now you know. Don't you I see the kids so. on YouTube that, like, unpack toys? Oh, the unboxing kids. You know, the number one YouTube earner last year was the kid who literally unboxes toys. My, my daughter, when she was little, used to watch those all the time. Yes. That and, and the people that would just play with toys. Yes, they my nephew, play too. play with toys mm -hmm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Massive don't say ones. anything, Cappy. <laughs> that and silly Chris, cats. I, I don't play with toys on YouTube. I use a different site. <laughs> See, I asked you not to say anything. Well, I'm, I'm not saying anything. I'm specifically not saying anything. Silly cats was also a big one with young kids, uh, especially the ones with the cats with the brain freeze, like I showed Chris last week. Cats with brain freeze, hilarious. Very. Dude, they should money. pay those cats. <laughs> they should. Those they cats. Should. Are those cats deserve hey, a lot of money. You know, it's funny, you know, Cap. There's Instagram yeah. accounts out there for cats and dogs that no, make a bleep ton of money. Right. And who do you, you think laugh. makes the money? Who do you think makes the money? It's on the back of those cats. So I'm sure that those. <laughs> I'm sure those dogs and cats are living good. Yeah. Well, it's the person they're who owns brain that dog freezes or cat. and they have. They're not getting any money for it. They're just getting brain freezed. Right. For our entertainment. <laughs> and somebody's making money no off fun. of it. and It ain't the cat. <laughs> no. I'm sure I just say this. I just my final thought on this is is that if I ever did anything on social media with my kids, and then everybody's like, "Well, you you know you made a thousand dollars. You should give it to your kids." I might, but it was my account and it was my content. It was my production. I'm keeping it myself. I feed them. I clothe them. I send them to college. You tell them, yeah, girl. You tell them, girl. That's right. No, your kids are also grown. Like at this point, they, they can read the fine print. Yeah. On what own. if your kid was ten? And you're like, it's, it's more so money. like the people that are exploiting their kids. I'm That's... not exploiting them, but I'm taking their money. <laughs> Is that exploitation? It's kind of the definition of exploitation. <laughs> All right, I baseball. I spit my drink out. <laughs> you would be the guy who exploits their, their preteen child on Instagram. I'll take that money, though. I'll tell you that. You'd be like, oh, you want these Crocs? Well, guess what? You're going to have to pay for them. Mm -hmm. Go wash the dishes. Hi, we're going to pay for these Crocs. We're going to do some Instagram videos. Exactly. Keep rolling. What do we got exactly. next? You get them for free, though. They actually don't even have to pay for them. That's mm -hmm. the whole thing. All right. So on this week coming up, I told you about this yesterday, Cappy, that my apartment complex is throwing a birthday party like, woo, 15 years since we've been around. And they're having a silent disco party. So I researched this because I was like, what the hell is a silent disco party, right? So a silent disco party is when you have a big party and music is going and everything, but except instead of it coming off over the speakers, it comes off over your headphones. Mm -hmm. So they usually do all kinds of like light shows and glow sticks. Mm -hmm. And instead of it being loud and bothering the entire apartment complex, it's just in your ears, just and, for you, just and for you. there's more to it, you know, because there's different channels. So there's different channels playing different music. So I guess you, my question to you was going to be, have you ever been to a silent disco, swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? But it sounds like you have. I'm going to swipe right. I've been to several silent discos, several. as a matter of fact. Wow. Several. Oh, more than one, for okay. sure. Well, tell me oh, about yeah. it. I love them. You know, like you get the headphones and like channel one is green, channel two is blue, channel three is red. And then you look at everybody and you're like, hey, Andy. You're dancing to the red song. I'm dancing to the blue song. That's no wonder amazing. we look so different That's with our moves. That's very funny. It's funny yeah. to me. Right? No, it's great. I love a silent disco, Andy. Uh, I'll swipe right, too. There there was one happening. No, not really. There, there was one happening one. at my resort in Mexico when I was there last week. And 
people were having a blast. Like they were really having a good time. And you can figure out what they're listening to, not even just because of the color, because inevitably everybody's singing along. Mm-hmm. Like there was this family from England and like they all went on vacation together. It's about like 15 of them. And they're just all together like in unison singing and dancing to We Are Family. So, I mean, we it was actually are. fun. I've never heard of this. Yeah. You've never heard of a silent it, disco? No. I, I feel like I may have like heard of it a long time ago. Like, oh, that's never going to be a thing. But it is a thing because I looked that's up crazy. the website that has one around here. And I was like, oh, this is like a big party thing. Mm. And to your Morales, point. Silent disco? No, because how do you talk to somebody? Yeah, that's you, weird to me. Just I guess you don't. The yeah, point is so. to just dance. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. You do it like we do in radio, where you have one headphone yeah, over yeah. your ear, one headphone off your ear. Yep. That way you can listen to the music and talk. Like Laura, you're out on a silent disco yeah, without even I giving feel, it a try. I feel like this is for people that are like, I just want to be in my own bubble. And it's like, then don't go to an FM party. Like, no, it's actually home. it's actually for it's places weird. where they have like noise ordinances. Well, yeah, exactly. Mm. That's why I feel like for my apartment complex, it's a great idea because I remember two years ago, like the where they had it in the courtyard, it was like super close to where I live and it went super late and I was just like, whatever, like it's kind of annoying. How big is the complex? It's pretty big. Okay, because I was going to mm. say the more people in the complex, the louder that party's going to be. <laughs> well, I feel like this is a good way to curb that, like. Quite a bit, you know? Because otherwise they would be, I don't know. Come on, Queen. Give it a try. Somebody Maybe. invite the Queen Should to I, a silent disco. Well, do you want to come, Laura? You want to come Thursday? It? This Thursday? Thursday? Yeah. I can't. I oh, plans. hell no. If it was any other day, I actually have plans to go see the Barbie movie. It's good. Really? Well, Is Lindsay it said it wasn't. I didn't. I, I thought it was fine. It was not very good. I did not think it was good. I thought it was just whatever. Very, okay, I was you, disappointed. You, you, you say good movie, though, huh? Good film? I really liked it. I'll that? let you guys know on Friday. All right. Let us know. Can we sneak in one more? Yeah, let's sneak in one more. So two American tourists were found sleeping off a heavy night of drinking at the top of the Eiffel Tower in Paris yesterday. Security guards found the men early in the morning before the landmark's 9 a.m. opening. They appeared to have gotten stuck because of how drunk they were, police said. Uh, What's the weirdest place that you woke up after a night of drinking? Cappy, you go first. Oh, man weirdest place i've woken up after a night of drinking mm. i don't have anything like the eiffel tower i That's just a pretty good one yeah that 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 kind of wins i mean i've woken up in some places where i'm like where am i and who are you whoa yeah, he yeah. Says, and he says my name's chuck <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you i'm like hi i'm bill i'm chris but you can call me mr morales <laughs> Weirdest place you've ever gotten drunk and then woken up the next day, Andy? Anything? Uh, yeah, actually, my se- I think my there's been a few, but my senior year in high school, I went with some friends on a trip to the Bahamas. Wow! And I was doing a lot of day drinking, wow. and I, I think I outlasted everyone with the drinking. They eventually just like went inside back to the hotel. I woke up face down on a deck chair at a different hotel. Oh no. Like holding an empty bottle and at the time I had like long skater bangs. Oh, that's amazing. And I apparently cuz I don't remember this, I apparently paid one of those braider women to braid my entire <laughs> oh my skater God. bangs. I had like the braids. Is there pictures of this? I, yes, we need that. Probably we need somewhere. This. I had the braids with the beads and also too. <laughs> the beads. I dumped an entire bottle of peroxide in my hair. So oh, it's no, like to bleach ble- it. Oh, oh it's God. like white blonde <laughs> With oh these God. long bangs pictures. and the beads. I went back to the hotel. I walk in. It's like the needle scratched off the record. <laughs> right. All my friends are like, dude, <laughs> what the hell happened? I'm like, I don't know. Also, did <laughs> you no say idea. high school? Yes. Wow. I know, high school, going to the Bahamas. I went to spring break when I was in high school. Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't allowed, allowed to do anything. I, I wasn't, wasn't allowed to even sleep wait, over anybody's house. house. I didn't say I was allowed to, but I went. Yeah. Just I was not allowed to. I remember my, my best friend, he, he was like, hey, we're going to go on this cruise. And it's like two days, three days. And I told my parents, I go, I'm, I'm going on this cruise with my buddy Andrew, and it's all free. It's all paid for. And they're like, like hell you are. I'm 17 years old. They're like, that's okay. When you come back, you just don't live here anymore. Yeah, Cap, I lived a whole different life than what y'all do. By no, the no. time I was a senior, my parents were looking for opportunities to get me out of the house. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to go. My parents were very strict. And my friend, two of my girlfriends and I, both junior and senior year, we just kind of were like, you know what? We're going to go on spring break. And our parents all said no. So the first year we took my friend's car and her dad was like, hey, wh- where are you guys going? And she was like, oh, we're going to Panama City Beach. And he was like, no, you're not. And she was like, yeah, yeah, we are. And he's like, yeah, right. And then we just went. 
and we got in trouble and I remember like her mom called my mom was like I'm gonna report the car stolen if you don't get back here tomorrow it was a whole thing but That's, we didn't first of all great mom voice yeah that was a great mom she voice so you drove from Ohio yep. to Florida mm-hmm. sure how long did. was that 13 like 14 18, hours no it was like I'm probably close to 18 hours okay well I'd be I'd be flying right behind you guys yeah. I have my fake badge with me, dead. so if any cops pull me <laughs> over, I, I can show them my fake badge. We had our <laughs> fake I mean? IDs, and I remember we would stop in like these random places because we didn't know any better. So we would stop at gas stations. I remember it was like some like seedy neighborhood in Alabama or something, and my friend, you know, we're just teenage girls, not nowhere where we're supposed to be, and like our little shorts and tank tops, and oh this guy started singing to us. He started singing the Ice Cube song. He was like, we be clubbing, we be clubbing, and we were like, what the hell? This is not the neighborhood for us to be getting out of the car. It was just, it was a whole thing. I have so many, so many memories Seeing of those crazy See how I told trips. you guys that I was a good girl and an angel, and yep, that I didn't, right. yep, right. thank you. No, that that's the bad girl it. right there. Yep. Bad girl she leaves, and that's her what, parents <laughs> tell her they can't leave for spring break. Bad girl leaves. That, All right, that's what stick, happens. Stick around. Coming up, Andy Kamenetsky we're, we're just going right into Andy's wheelhouse here. We're giving Andy the, the we're going to pass one over to Andy, and Andy can talk some basketball. Uh, everybody's talking about this James Harden video, and now people are talking about Joel Embiid scraping his social media. Let's get to these stories coming right back. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. And then you wake up and you're like, wow, how'd that get there? You know what I'm saying, Andy? Mm-hmm, yeah. Ten minutes in front of six o'clock, <laughs> Sedano and Cap on a live imaging Tuesday, Jack. Andy Kamenetsky sitting in for shit out. On this day in 1980, ACDC released the song, Those American Thighs Will Always Get You. You Shook Me All Night Long is a single. But I was already there. Yeah. The walls were shaking. The Here it comes. Was quaking. You ready, Eddie? My mind was, was aching. And we and were thinking when you, you uh, shook me all Nice. Nice long. moves, Morales. Nice moves. Yeah, you. One of the greatest songs ever made. This is one of those songs everybody agrees on. Oh, yeah. Everyone likes this song. I will just say one thing. Sorry to say this, but I got to. I got to get it off my chest. Get it off your chest, homeboy. Horrible, horrible concert. As mu- as many great songs as ACDC has, as far as a concert goes, very boring. Well, when did you see them? A couple years back. Yeah, oh, see, yeah, I mean, they're like seventy. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but I've seen Mick Jagger and I've seen the Stones, and they don't—they're not boring. You know, I saw Bob Seger not that long ago. He was stuck in a chair, and he was like—he was exciting. Was the you Silver know? Bullet Band still tight? No Silver Bullet Band. Oh, so you got to have it. That's like seeing Springsteen without the E Street Band. Oh, it is. Yeah, you can't have that. Gotcha. You need gotcha. the Silver Bullet Band. Okay. Well, he was great. No, that they, they were tight. They were a tight band in their day. I'm just saying, ACDC, boring, boring is, concert. Is ACDC the band that changed their lead singer, or is that yes? They uh, did? Their original singer Bon Scott died. They replaced him with Brian Johnson, and what's amazing is Brian Johnson sounds exactly like Bon Scott. Like there really was no difference between the two. Did, so, did people so get Brian mad? Johnson, Brian Johnson. Well, no, he, though, I mean he died. <laughs> the reason I ask is because there were, no, you it laugh. is a final. You, it's only so wait, mad they could get. You laugh, but the reason I ask is because there were people that were legit mad on Instagram when I posted the Stone Temple Pilots post, and they were like, "That's not Stone Temple Pilots. That's a cover band. That's not the same since Scott Weiland died." And it's like, well, yeah, he died. Like you know, like well, I think it, what do you want to do? Scott Weiland's circumstances were pro- were a little different, probably. No. Not, not really? No. I mean, no, okay. whatever the case is, he died and they replaced him. I thought they him. were. Like, no? I don't... Same thing? I, um... I mean, he died of a drug overdose. Scott Weiland did. Bon so... Is that what the original ACDC guy died of? I'm looking it up right now. Well, well the thing is, though, is the ACDC guy, the next guy that came in, he, he rocked it and killed it for years. Right? But it was only him. And what was the guitar player's name? Is it Angus Young? Angus Young. Right. The I only want the those, name Angus. Right. Only those two guys moved on stage. Everybody else was just like stationary. <laughs> it was just very move. boring. It was horrible. Maybe yeah. they, you know, they're getting old, Kevin. Very boring. By the way, boring I didn't concert. realize until I spent the entire weekend after that great concert listening to STP and Smashing Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. I forgot that Scott Weiland was in that early. 2000. Remember Velvet Revolver? Yes. Yeah. yeah that was it. I, and so I then I started listening to Velvet Revolver, remembering those songs. Slash was in that group. Yeah. Too. They kind of like still went on for a bit too. I once bit. saw Scott Weiland. He was seated next to me. You know Swingers on Beverly? Of course. He was seated next to me at a, a like table right over and he ran out of cigarettes and lost his mind. Well, <laughs> like, he, was, he absolutely He was all, he was probably tuned up like, on a lot of other stuff. No, his handler, his handler was with him. He was like, "Scott, it's going to be okay." We're going to get some cigarettes. We can get a new pack. 
It's going to oh, be fine. I thought this was going to be a story where we were like, yeah, he tried, he bummed a cigarette off of me. It was the coolest moment ever. I, but... I actually, at the time I smoked, I was like, do I happen to have any? I, I oh, unfortunately man, that would have been you a were really cool also? story. You were I, also out of cigarettes I that was day? also out of cigarettes. Why didn't you not... freak out and lose your mind? What are the odds? Why didn't you have your skater bangs that were all uh, <laughs> you know, dreadlocked out with beads, you know what I'm saying, and, oh, and peroxide through your hair, and he's looking at you going, I don't know who this guy plays for, but he clearly plays in a band, and, and once he starts freaking out that he don't have no smokes, you start yeah, freaking he's thinking, out. He's thinking, this rock star's out of smokes, that rock star's out of smokes, all the rock stars are out of smokes. Yeah. You know, for the fellas in the circle of trust, mm-hmm. I think you're going to feel my pain on this. You know when you got, you know, there's a breezy. And you're talking, and then all of a sudden you start to back away. I'm breezy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're like not engaging with all her stories. You're kind of pulling away so that she notices. And then she ups her story game on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now they're more, uh, they're a little bit more flirty. But now you know, you don't know. Is she actually targeting them at you or somebody else? Somebody mm-hmm. else, and- not you. No, it's a, I think it's at me. No. Because I why pulled away. Why do you away. say that, though? Why do you why, say why it's you at say somebody that, else? Queen? Yeah, why do you say that? Because I pulled away. Because She didn't pull away. These are little kid games. That's what I was just going to say. It sounds like someone's playing games, and you either need to find a new breezy or... So why do you think she's not playing games with me, but somebody else? Oh, because you ain't the only one if she's doing all that. Oh, hell no. Nah. That's true. Yeah. So it's not for you. But or I think it's for you're me. You're part of it, but you're you not You think I'm part of the game? You're Le- just not the only. Level oh, okay. up. Level up. Maybe she doesn't want to be referred to as a breezy. So do you I mean, think- there's that too, Andy. Wait, wait, now why is Breezy disrespectful? I thought Laura Breezy right was away- okay. No, breezy Laura jumped in, like, oh, a Breezy. I thought, I thought Breezy's better than Fema Heine. No, no. A Fema Heine? <laughs> there's a, <laughs> Kathy, a we're going to play the song for you. <laughs> Fema Heine. Next segment, we'll play the song for you. There's a song called Fema Heine? Bro, this drop is going to be awesome. There is a movie. Producer Jorge is off today because it's his daughter's first day of school, but he is going to be. Shout out to Maite. Yeah. He's going to be so excited when he hears this because this used to be an inside joke on the old, old Mordick show because Travis didn't understand. Feed Mahina? Feed Mahina. We're going to play the song. Feed Mahina. All right. I'm going to need to hear it. Breezy is also a Chris Brown album. It is. Why is so? But is breezy? If you call a lady a breezy, is that like is that disrespectful? It's like calling her a bleep. What's a bleep? What's a bleep? A female dog. Oh well, no, I don't mean that. Oh come on! I just thought it meant like I thought it meant someone who's just kind of like just kind of there. Can can Snoop say breezy? I mean, respectfully, just a woman who's kind of there. (laughs) (laughs) Respectfully, you're on the side, bro. Is Snoop allowed to call a lady a breezy? And is it cool if he does it? I'll just go say lady friend. Yeah, lady friends. But people, the guys in the circle of trust, they know what I'm saying. Yeah, they feel you. Sometimes this game is getting out of control on the Insta stories. Because it's, why you got to play games though? Because it's fun. Wait, I have a question. Is the breezy the equivalent of a bleep boy? What's a bleep boy? I'm an island boy. Uh, Not an island boy. Not an island boy. That's a whole different type of boy. (laughs) Island boy. Is it? Is it the same thing? Kind of, yes. Okay. What's a bleep boy? There's an inference. Because that's, that, that sometimes can mean a bad thing, but it could just also could just mean like, eh, he's whatever. Like, he's just a, a, you know. He's a bleep boy. Yeah. Who the F like is Like, he's y'all? just a regular old guy. He's mid. <laughs> All right, listen. We were going to get to Andy Kamenetsky. We were going to get into his wheelhouse of a little bit of basketball. Oh, we're we'll we going to do that here? Oh, we were. No, but no, we're, but let's talk breezy. Let's talk breezy talk all day long. Um, but on the way, let's get to what we all need to know. And then an update on the blind side situation. It's all coming up. This is Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN.